Hey everyone and welcome to Boozy Bracketology. This podcast got its start on another one of our podcasts called the Pub Trivia Experience when uh, in the middle of the pandemic we decided to sit down and record a Disney bonus uh, series of episodes where we were going to break down the 64 of the top Disney Pixar films and find out in our opinion which is the best Disney or Pixar film. And that's what you're going to be listening to here. Boozy Bracketology has spun out of the pub trivia experience because we had so much fun doing that recording that we are doing even more. Boozy Bracketology is going to be a place where we will take brackets of any kind, whether that be the best cheeseburger, that could be the best Marvel movie, it could be anything, maybe it is the worst tasting beer, we will see. But we're going to start off with where this whole thing started. The first few episodes of the Boozy Bracketology podcast are going to be episodes that we released under our other podcast, The Pub Trivia Experience. If you're listening to this, you're hearing one of those Disney episodes. Go back and find episode number one. That's where you want to start as we whittle down the Field of 64 all the way down to our best Disney episode. We hope you enjoyed the show. Have a good one. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience special bonus episode, the Sweet 16 of the Disney Pixar Bracket Challenge. We are narrowing down 64 Disney and Pixar movies till we find the best one. And we're at your Sweet 16. Each one of these films has defeated two other films on the way here, and they're going to try and keep on dancing into the Elite Eight. Before we get started, though, let's go ahead and introduce my, uh, not even my team, because I'm just your moderator. Let's introduce your panelists, starting across the table from me with my lovely wife, Leah. Hey, everyone. I am drinking a little uh, I.W. Harper with a side of Diet Dr. Pepper tonight. It's actually a lot of I.W. Harper. With it a- is. <laughs> I, I did not proportion my drink very well. Let's go. Let's cross US 19 over into Palm Harbor, Florida to Jeff and Marissa. How y'all doing? We're, uh, we're here. Yep. Yeah, we are. We are here. How is the shelter uh, in place going for you two? Uh, not, it's, um, well, I almost had a breakdown today. Mm hmm. Uh, there was some medicine involved, and I think I'm better now. Uh, he took the Xanax. <laughs> Whatever it's you got to do to somebody. Um, <laughs> and you um, went to the store. I had to make an emergency run to get Kieran a keyboard for his tablet. We were having technical difficulties. Yeah. And I got the last Bluetooth keyboard. I heard you fought somebody for it. Definitely. Just, yep. yeah. Stabbed him in the knee with a pen. No, that was seventh grade. Oh, different story. <laughs> Can we hear more about that? Yeah, explains a lot, really, doesn't it? <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Y'all drinking the night? Uh, no. So I've got a uh, a very lovely cherry uh, Coke Zero, but just around the river bend, <laughs> I have the rest of this sheepdog. Dude, that's almost that gone. I might, I might just kill for the hell of it, because this will be the Disney bottle. That is almost gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was this week. <laughs> I, I agree. I've had that week, too. <laughs> All right. We're not going to forget him this time, I swear to God. We're going to go out to Spring Hill, Florida. <laughs> to a man of many words and even more um, gestures, we'll call them. Mr. Mario. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm just waiting for this freaking week to end. You, too. It's. You know how it is. Is anyone on this phone call right now having a good week? Mike? <laughs> of course Mike is. Like, is so bad? All right, let, let's head out to uh, Alabama. Mike and Nikki, how y'all doing? 
I mean, I'm not having a bad week, so it's just a week for me. For me, really, it's it hasn't been. Not much has changed really for him too much. He did work from home. Today. I did. I did work from home today. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've still been. They've still been having me go in. So. Wow. I work in. A, I work in a. You know, pretty much by myself anyway. So, I'm just as socially distanced there as I am anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. I am drinking, uh, I think I had this a couple, couple of episodes ago, the, uh, New Belgium Triple. Uh, this time I'm having it in a lovely little goblet. Uh, which, uh, Very actually cute. really enhances the flavor, but it's, I'm a, I'm a big Belgian fan, so I'm enjoying it. And I got Nikki here. She's got yeah, her water. I got my water. Woohoo. Yay. <laughs> two weeks. Two less weeks. Than two weeks. Yeah, less than two weeks. I mean, again, I mean, it's, it, been in a this i'm going a little stir crazy but it's like if there's any time i have an excuse to just like lay around at least i'm just taking advantage of that i, I was able to drop the toddler off at my mother-in-law's for a little bit so i got a i got a little break today it was nice oh, that's nice Ooh. it'd be nice to be able to drop the baby off somewhere because i think we're leah and i are just at our wits end the last few days she's the baby's not feeling well we've got an appointment tomorrow to get her to the doctor but she's just not she didn't sleep so this has been fun can I propose a straight-up trade, yours for mine? Which one? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We, all, we also have to take one to the doctor. Yeah, good point. And now all the way out to the pride of Dallas. Oh, no, I can't say that. From Dallas, Texas, though. <laughs> Mr. Steven, how you doing, buddy? Well, to answer the eternal question, how many weeks do you have to go without sports until you find yourself and all of America watching a zoo manager seduce straight men with tigers and meth? <laughs> and the answer is two to three weeks in most. So that's what we learned out. Uh, yes. Oh, gotta love Florida. We are the world's greatest export. I'm just saying. <laughs> gotta, be, gotta be team team Tiger King. Between Tiger King and Live PD, you're welcome, America. Right. We got we got to discuss Tiger King before we discuss Lion King, right? Yes. Yes. We're not discussing Tiger King. We're done. We're done. Because you know what? That's, this is the Sweet Sixteen. This is a whole other episode. This is the Sweet Sixteen, though. Carol did it. We are here, and your lineup tonight is going to be Marissa, Mike, Stephen, Mario, Nikki, Leah, Jeff. One by one, you'll all lock in your picks for who's going to win that particular bracket. And we're going to get it down to the Elite Eight for our final episode. So we're getting it down to the Elite Eight, the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and the Terrific Two, or I don't know, the, the championship game. That'll be the next episode. This is the Sweet 16. Stay with us as we go along. We're going to start with one of the odds-on favorites. You have got the one seed, Toy Story, taking on the Cinderella seed, the 13th-ranked DuckTales. Toy Story defeated the good dinosaur and the Emperor's new groove on its way to the Sweet 16. DuckTales took out Cinderella and then took out Big Hero 6. It's knocked out a couple of a classic and a modern day movie that a lot of people really love. But can it take out arguably the number one seed of the entire tournament? We're going to find out right now. It is Toy Story. Versus DuckTales, and we are going to start with Marissa. I'm going to keep voting for that Cinderella story, and I'm going with DuckTales. Oh. Right out the gate. DuckTales takes the early lead on a three-pointer. Mike, what do you say? You know, uh, historically in the tournament, generally speaking, most Cinderella stories, their story tends to end right around the sweet 16 the clock strikes midnight the carriage turns out turns into a pumpkin uh but they're unlike cinderella they they realize that prince charming has no personality to speak of uh so they just bow out um and i think that's the case here uh ducktales had a good run it's a great great you know late 80s early 90s i don't remember exactly when it came out uh it's a great adventure lots of classic disney characters awesome moments tons of fun but it doesn't have the legs to beat out Toy Story, in my opinion. So I'm going with Toy Story on this one. All right. It's tied one to one as we head over to Steven. What do you think? So just to make sure I haven't been overhyping this dude in nostalgia, I actually went back and watched the uh, Treasure of the Lost Lamp movie. And it actually really holds up well. Uh, 
there were a couple of things I had forgotten about it that I really, really enjoyed. Uh, Toy Story, of course, is a classic. We all know why we love Toy Story. But when I think about Toy Story again and again, um, I like the characters. I'm not really sure I like the story. I actually think I'm going to give this to DuckTales, because I feel like it's a good character piece in Toy Story, but I don't feel like it's got much of an arcing plot the more I work on it. So I'm going to give it to DuckTales. DuckTales is a two-to-one lead. We're going to take this all the way down to a man of many words, Mr. Mario. Hard ass. Yeah. Um, so I am. I like both movies very much, but I like the characters more in Toy Story. So I am going with Buzz and Woody. Uh, you can buzz my Woody anytime. Toy Story ties it up. <laughs> I'll get the lube. Oh my. <laughs> oh, oh my. <laughs> we done? All right. <laughs> Nikki, save us. Welcome to our text messages. Yeah. Um. I mean, again, I've I've been one from the beginning. Just Ducktales. I don't have. I I didn't get a chance to rewatch it. I wanted to, and I I just didn't. So. I feel like it's not as fair, but, um, you know, if I'm thinking about the two of them from what I do know of DuckTales versus Toy Story, I just think Toy Story was very groundbreaking for what it was and everything like that. And again, I love a good Cinderella story, but it is true. I've seen a lot of tournaments. Usually this is when it ends. So I'm going to give it to Toy Story. Toy Story pulls out a 3-2 lead as we bring it over to my lovely wife, Leah. Make your pick. Well, in my first round of 36, 32, however many that was that we started out with. um, 64? Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Did we really? Wow, that's a lot of movies. Um, (laughs) I had Toy Story getting eliminated in the first round and DuckTales continuing on. So it's funny that they're both in my matchup now. Um, But I'm going to switch it. And I'm going to go for Toy Story because I also watched DuckTales last night at like one in the morning. And I did not think the movie was all that great. Although I, I had a lot of nostalgia for the DuckTales characters. I was always Louie and Huey, Dewey, and Louie when I played with my friends on the playground. Um, I did not think it was an outstanding movie and I did not feel like it held up. So I am going with my dude Rex and uh, I'm going with Toy Story. All right, Toy Story just sealed their fate. But let's see if they can hit a Hail Mary to bring it within five at the very end. Not a Hail Mary. Wow. Way wrong. They're going to hit a home run. They're going to score a hat trick. (laughs) Complete the hat trick. Complete the hat trick. (laughs) And let's go over to Jeff. What do you think? Well, like in most things in life, I feel completely inconsequential, um, as my vote doesn't matter at this point. Um, but while I love DuckTales and everything that it stands for and still, you know, promotes and puts out great stuff, um, this is the point in the tournament in which they bow out gracefully. The, the coaches both respect each other. They played a good game, but they lost by 12. Uh, this is Toy Story. Toy Story is moving on to the Elite Eight. And are they going to find when they get there Hercules, the three seed? Or the two-seed Beauty and the Beast. Just a reminder, Hercules beat out Tarzan in the round of 32. And Brave in the round of 64. Beauty and the Beast. It did have a healthy victory over the Sword and the Stone, but was in a battle in the round of 32 as it took it 4-3 to three over Coco. Doesn't matter. Win in advance. And we are here. Hercules or Beauty and the Beast. Mike. What do you think? You know, both of these teams, even though they've had almost a week to rest since the round of 32, uh, they both had brutal matchups, in, you know, uh, in their last games. They're a little fatigued. Uh, it's, def- so it's definitely going to be a, a hard game for both of them, I think. But uh, for me, uh, I just I don't really remember Hercules that well. Like, I mean, I remember watching it. I remember enjoying it. But it was part of that late 90s sequence of Disney movies that just never seemed to quite live up to the early 90s Disney movies (laughs) to me. 
Beauty and the Beast. I mean, granted, it's probably because growing up with a you know little sister who was Disney obsessed, and now my daughter. But it's one of those I know every song. I you know I know the plot through and through. It's a classic, so I give this one to Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is on the board, Stephen. Uh, I think I've made it clear in the previous rounds that I love Hercules because it is a beautiful mess of a film. It's, there's so many things in there that are great and don't make any sense with any of the other things that are great. Uh, so I love it for that. It's a beautiful mess of a film, but that does mean it is a mess of a film. That is not a problem Beauty and the Beast has. That one is tight as a drum. It's almost perfect. Beauty and the Beast takes this. Mario. Oh, everybody said everything that you could say about, you know, Beauty and the Beast. So against Hercules, it's a cute movie, but I would give it to Beauty and the Beast. It's a classic, so you have to go this way and put it up against Toy Story. After struggling against Coco, Beauty and the Beast has had a really hard-fought first half and has opened up a gigantic lead going into the second half. Nikki, are we putting the nail in the coffin of Hercules? Yeah, I mean, I think when Beauty and the Beast went up against Coco, what you saw was two very visually beautiful films, very tight stories. Um, so this is just a different matchup than um, Coco. Uh, Hercules, very fun. I love the music in Hercules. I love the muses. Um, Meg, I still think, is one of the, the best female characters. She's fun and witty. So Hercules had a, had a lot of great stuff. I love Hercules, but I just don't think in this matchup, it wins. So, Beauty and the Beast. All right. Leah, what do you think? Well, I'm one who is always going to vote for Beauty and the Beast. Almost always vote for Beauty and the Beast over almost anything else. And I can even overlook some of the problematic things about Beauty and the Beast. Because um, I love it so much. So, I'm going with Beauty and the Beast. Jeffrey. Well, everything in me wants to vote against Beauty and the Beast, um, especially since they lost to my favorite, Coco. Um, you know, I think if we put Coco in here, there's a a good chance it could go all the way. However, they pulled it out against Coco, and they're just going to slam the door here on Hercules. It's got to be Beauty and the Beast. And Mike, finish us off. No, Marissa. Mike started sorry. <laughs> it's been a craptastic day. Calm down. Marissa, finish us off. Just give Beauty and the Beast a sweep. Beauty and that the Beast. Her. That hurt her. It did hurt. It is did. dancing all the way to the Elite Eight. Nicely done. And we are moving down. That was the Splash Mountain region. Now we're heading to the Matterhorn region. And let's see who comes out of that division. Your first matchup is going to be Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3 defeated Oliver and Company and Tangled on its way to the round of 16, taking on Ratatouille. Ratatouille bathed in Finding Dory's blood. You don't want to know what he did to Lady or Tramp. Oh, my gosh. Sweet Jesus. This got dark in a hurry, didn't it? (laughs) Remy is so sweet, he would never. He's He's a a rat. rat. That rat bastard. All right. Steven, you're going to kick us off here. Toy Story 3 or Ratatouille and why? It's interesting that we've finally gotten to a lot of uh, Pixar v. Pixar matchups because they've done very well in the tournament for now. Uh, you know, and now it's time for that conference to start picking itself off. This point, though, I'm going to have to give it to Toy Story 3. I think uh, both of these films or a big wind-up to a big emotional payoff in that next-to-last scene, uh, a la classic Pixar. But Toy Story's a lot more emotional at that next-to-last scene, so it's going to win that way. All right. Steven went with Toy Story 3. Mario, what do you say? You know, this is a this is a hard one, because I love Ratatouille. I love the cooking aspect, Remy, Linguini. Um, And then there's it's Toy Story. You know, I I remember going to see Toy Story in the movies in June of 2011, 2010, whatever it was. Um, but the last scene, you know, and uh, those final scenes of Toy Story, it, it was sentimental as well. So it's like it's really like a coin to, a coin twist, a coin toss. But for me, um, shit, 
I didn't even know what this one was going to be. So, fuck it. Toy Story. Toy Story 3 has got a commanding 2 nothing lead. <laughs> Nikki, what do you um, say? Yeah, I think, I, I think, you know, I mean, Toy Story 3 still arguably in the Toy Story trilogy maybe can still considered by some the best one. Um, I think if Toy Story 3 was going to go out, it was going to go out against Tangled. Um, simply because just, you know, I think Tangled was kind of a sentimental favorite there in some ways. Ratatouille, a great film. Um, but I, again, I don't, I don't really see it beating Toy Story 3 necessarily. So I'm going to go Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3 has got a commanding 3 to nothing lead as we go to my lovely wife, Leah. Way in. Yeah, I had no emotional attachment to Ratatouille, so I am going with Toy Story 3. And we talked about Pixar against Pixar being a big deal. Steve elo- so eloquently put it earlier. Don't think anyone really saw <coughs> this type of domination from Toy Story 3 coming. Jeff? One one person did. That person's me. There's, there's one. It's got to be Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3 is commonly in many people's favorite movies in all of their movies not mine well real people (laughs) like this movie a lot the best people the people with the best words love this movie the most the greatest the greatest the hugest yes this is the best movie that's ever been made and it's gonna win toy story 3 raiders of the lost ark breaks to differ but okay toy story 3's got a five nothing lead well they didn't make it on this list now did they Marissa, you seem to disagree. So, what do you think? I, I, while I do have an emotional attachment to Toy Story three, it was G- Gavin's first movie in the theaters, um, and he loves Toy Story. But uh, again, I, I love, I love Ratatouille. I love Remy. I love everything the films, you know, stands for, and that you can, you can do it if you try. I, I'm going to give uh, Ratatouille that one one shot. <laughs> There's the one vote for Ratatouille. Mike, what do you think? Uh, it's probably a good thing I went last because I didn't really have a whole lot to say that would be eloquent. Not that that's necessarily abnormal. Uh, but yeah, to me, this is Toy Story 3 wins this one. Toy Story 3 is moving on to the Elite Eight. As we get to the bottom half of the Matterhorn region, we have got the three-seed Wally. Wally, for those that don't remember, took out the Miley Cyrus classic Bolt before making its way and ran a train on Robin Hood and his Merry Men. I'm sorry. Did you just use Bolt and classic in the same sentence? That's what was disturbing to you about that statement? (laughs) Yeah. That's what I was laughing at. Aladdin... Comes in as the two seed in the Matterhorn region. Aladdin took out the hunchback of Notre Dame before finally melting that annoying little snowman Olaf and defeating Uh-oh. Frozen. Oh. You shut your whore mouth. Some wow. some people are worth melting for. You will not melt my cold dead heart. <laughs> We're gonna start this with Mario. Is it gonna be Wally or oh, oh whoa? Yes, I missed. I miswrote down Aladdin. Is it going to be Wally or Aladdin, Mario? How'd you miswrite it down? Don't worry about it. Okay, just it's been a day. So I voted for both of these films, but when I'm comparing both of these, there's one big factor in it for me: Robin Williams. So I'm going with Aladdin. All right, Nikki, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, last week, or la- yeah, the last round, I mean, Wally was one of my harder votes because I loved Robin Hood so much, but I'm I'm trying to go film for film, you know, what I think is the best film overall. And I think there's so much good about Wally. It's so, just so pretty and the story is so creative. I mean, I just thought it was just a great film. Um, but I, I struggle because, I mean, Aladdin's epic. And I just, I tend to go, gravitate more to those big epic Disney movies with a lot of fun music and characters. Wally, 
had one really great character really but you know Aladdin has a lot more um so I'm going Aladdin I just think in my mind it's Disney it's Disney gold so Aladdin Aladdin's got the 2-0 lead as we head over to my lovely wife Leah yeah, it's a hundred percent Aladdin. I did not like Wally, so Aladdin. Yeah, you're not a Wally fan. Nope, nope, nope. And Aladdin just just has such great music, and yeah, I love it. Okay, just don't you dare close your eyes. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> Jeffrey, what do you think? Well, I think what we're seeing here is that it's really hard to beat some of these classic films. Um, Wally, for you know, all it's got is. A very great, very original idea um, that I think was executed really well. However, you put that up against a classic like Aladdin, it just doesn't stand a chance. Um, you know, it, it, it's easy for me to vote against Wally because Robin Hood should be in this place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but either way, this is going to be Aladdin. Marissa, weigh in. Um, just Aladdin. I thought this would be tough. Mike, what do you think? You know, um, I said to Nikki last night after the fact, I said, I should have gone Robin Hood. As much as, as, as much as I think Wally is a great film, Robin Hood had, had my heart and I should have gone with my heart rather than my brain. And, uh, not that I use that very frequently, but, um, Aladdin has my heart just as much, if not more. And I think it's a better film. This is Aladdin. Steven, finish us off. Yeah, this is going to be a uh, clean sweep. But while I have a moment to set the floor, uh, since we're talking about Aladdin, there's one thing we haven't mentioned yet, and that's how good a character Jasmine is. I think we get wrapped up in how good Robin Williams is. Uh, We love the villain Jafar. Jasmine is really, I think, the best princess because she has a character arc. She's not like uh, Ariel or one of the early ones. But she also, like, is a person, which is something that's not completely there in a lot of the princesses. She has her own distinct personality. We could all probably come up with at least three adjectives to describe her. And she is completely in control of herself. She's got laws she's got to obey and stuff. But she is a fully realized character, which makes all the decisions of the live-action remake entirely preposterous and unnecessary. And I just wanted to take the moment to say... Stop making those. It's Aladdin. Aladdin sweeps its way to the Elite Eight, and we are done with the left side of the bracket. Gosh, those are some good ones. Yeah, I don't. This these next two rounds are not going to be fun for you all. So have enjoy it. But we are going to going over to the Thunder Mountain region, where you've got the one seed, the Incredibles, who lit Mater on fire in the first game. <laughs> And then somehow use the crocodile to beat Peter Pan to death. I don't ah, know how Florida that style. happened. I don't know. <laughs> Florida style. They're t- the Incredibles are taking on. And this is what I think is the matchup of the day. Taking on Inside Out. Inside Out. Rolled over Bambi. I thought you were going to do Inside Out shot Bambi's mother. <laughs> I'm sorry. Too soon. I was waiting for it. Still too soon. <laughs> and then not only did it cut Moana, Moana, there you go, Mulan's hair, it cut her head clean off. Oh, dear. It Ooh. is Inside Out versus The Incredibles. Ooh. It's so violent. Where is this, Chris Benall? Past three recordings. This is pub trivia experience after dark. I mean, yeah. Yeah. literally. This is uncensored, Chris. Yeah, right. We We're have finally going to get that R rating. We have The Incredibles taking on Inside Out, which I'm going to throw out there right now. I love both these movies. I don't know how you guys are going to make this decision. I, I really don't. You say you liked two movies like that aren't Marvel related. I know. Or Indiana Jones. Mm. Or Back to the Future. Jaws, Goodwill Hunting, Godfather, mm-hmm. Godfather Two. Haven't heard any Disney yet. Rounders, Rounder. Who, who puts Rounders on that list? Godfather, Godfather <laughs> Two, and Rounders. <laughs> rounders. Matt Damon. The Matt Damon flick. 
All right. Nikki, you're going to lead us off here in the unenviable task of having to pick between The Incredibles and Inside Out. Yeah, I mean, this this one is tough. Um, two very different movies, too. Um, the Incredibles is just, it, it is, it's incredible. It's so much fun, so creative. Um, you know, I just, I mean, it's just an enjoyable, action-packed, fun film and then inside out kind of has that gut-wrenching emotion and um so it's just it, they're different um i think personally just as you know a personal opinion I, I, I don't know how to break these movies down as much um but i think i'm gonna go inside out i just think that's the one i think about more so i'm gonna go with inside out Inside Out is on the board. Leah, what do you say? I mean, I love a good superhero movie, but Inside Out is by far the superior movie, in my opinion. Um, So I'm going to go with Inside Out, for sure. I'm shocked to hear that. All right. Jeffrey, weigh in. Well, this one is very difficult because I I really do enjoy both these movies. Um, and, And I've been very strongly on the side of inside out um for all it's worth um but i think for me when i look at these i want to find something that i can watch anytime all the time and have fun with it and unfortunately for inside out while it is a great movie great um great written uh, psychological film on how to deal with emotions. Um, I think I would rather just turn on Incredibles, sit back and watch it over and over again. Um, Inside Out just makes me process too much, and that's what's going to make it lose here. <laughs> so Inside for me, it's Incredibles. Inside Out loses points for having emotion. No, just making me deal with mine. <laughs> okay. That's what it was <laughs> Marissa, what do you say? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with joy and sadness and fear and uh, anger and disgust. Oh, and so for inside out. I'm pretty sure so Frozen Wednesday. felt all <laughs> your Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Mike, weigh in. Are we on me? Is is that? Oh, I, I had the order mixed up. I didn't. I wasn't ready to speak yet. Um, I didn't go out of order, right? Hold on, hold on. No, you did, you did, you did. I, I was way out. Of, I was way out of there. Anyway, um, yeah, this is a, uh, if you'll pardon the pun, incredible matchup. It really is. They're two very good and very different films. Um, I think when it comes down to it, as for me, as as wonderful and as creative and as thought provoking and all those things that, that inside out was, I kind of agree with what Jeff said. Like the Incredibles is just so much fun. Like it's arguably maybe the best standalone superhero film this century. Like it's just really, really good. And I, so I just gotta, I gotta get, it builds its whole world and it, creates a, such this amazing thing within the span of just one movie it's just just incredible so i'm gonna go with the incredible the incredibles have fought back they are currently down by one it is three to two and we're gonna pass it over to steven to get his insights so this decision has caused me a lot of anguish a lot of late nights staying up turning over in my bed tossing and turning because these films are both just great. One of them is incredible. The other one is joyful. You can choose which one is which because it will apply <laughs> equally to both. Um, it hurts me to have to choose one of these films over the other. But there was a film that once taught me that the only way to achieve catharsis is to get through the pain and come out the other side a more complete person. And that film was inside out. And so it gets my vote. Mario, weigh in. So I'm assuming Inside Out is going through, correct? It's going through, yeah. So I would say, as Phil Collins would say, maybe I want it Inside Out. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I got that reference. No, no jacket required. I got that. Exactly. Thank you. So, throwing it out there. You're not alone, Mario. Appreciate it. We have our first one seed that's been eliminated, ladies and gentlemen. The Incredibles is out in the Sweet 16. Inside Out is moving on to the Elite Eight. The four seed has toppled the one seed. And we are moving on. The second part of the Thunder Mountain region sees us taking Toy Story 2, which made a lot of money. If you guys don't know this, Toy Story 2 made a lot of money in this tournament so far. Because not only did they rescue the rescuers, they sold them into slave labor. Then they captured the 101 Dalmatians and sold them to Cruella DeVille. She has got this really nice coat. I don't know why anyone will want a coat of dog hair, but she's got a really nice coat. But it's going to be Toy Story 2 taking on, I can't make fun of this, um, the saddest five minutes of a movie I have ever sat through. Up, rolled through Atlantis. And then played spoiler to John Smith and introduced Pocahontas to John Rolfe before advancing to the elite to the Sweet 16. It is going to be Toy Story 2 versus Up. That's a nice little, I like that right there. Sorry. Mike, I saw that laugh, by the way. Toy Story 2 taking on Up. And we are going to start with my lovely wife, Leah. What do you think? Well... Up has a really good opening and ending. The middle is all kind of a blur for me. But the only thing I remember about Toy Story 2 was the the horse and the girl, cowgirl, being introduced. Bullseye and Jesse. Okay, yeah. yes. And I liked, I liked the horse, but I did not like the girl. Um, but Up just oh. had a better beginning and ending, so I'm going to go with Up. But I'm not really emotionally attached to either one, so but I'm going to go with up. All right. Leah has gone up. Jeffrey, what do you say? Well, for me, this kind of comes down to two movies with short, but poignant emotional moments. Um, the, the backstory of Jesse and toy story two, uh, with that heartbreaking song. And then obviously the beginning of up. Um, but for me, the more complete movie is up. Um, I think that's the, uh, the best you're going to get from, Front to back, while Toy Story, again, was a solid movie. Um, probably the worst, because we don't count four. Uh, <laughs> so for me, it's going to be up. All right. Up is up 2-0. Marissa, what do you think? Uh, I just can't see another Toy Story movie move into the eight. Um, so I'm going with up. Uh, I love up. It's it's raw in the beginning. It makes you just bawl like a baby. Um, oh, and... my God. I cried so hard in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Kevin. <laughs> All right. Mr. Mike, what do you say? Yeah, to me, to me, this is this is up. Um, I think, you know, Toy, Toy Story 2 is a very good movie, but it, it does, I think, you know, it's it's the middle act of, of an amazing trilogy. It just it it doesn't quite hold up as well as the other two. And Up just has those those few moments that just stick with you so powerfully. I, I think I got to give it to Up on that one. Steven. So the clear, correct answer to this is The Rescuers Down Under, because <laughs> neither one of these films actually belongs in the Elite Eight, and we all know this. This is just a quirk of bracketology. Since I am required by the rules to pick one of these mediocre films, uh, I'm going to choose the one that didn't shoot its wad 10 minutes in and go with Toy Story 2, but... Yeah, neither one of these guys leave here, and I enjoy voting them out in the next round. <laughs> Mario. Um, I'm going to go with the snipe movie, as Joey would say. Oh, I'm sorry, you don't know the reference? No. No, he doesn't get it. Oh. Of course not. Say I it. I forgot. I just set it up. All right, Nikki. I mean, it doesn't matter, but yeah, I don't, I again don't have super attachment to either of these either, but I'm, I think probably up next to each other, 
you know, I'm going to go with up just because I think it had some more memorable moments. So. And up is in the Elite Eight, probably courtesy of a very weak bracket right there, but they have moved on. 100%. And we are on to the Space Mountain region. The Space Mountain region sees a couple of Pixar films taking on a couple of Disney classics. First up, you've got the one seed, The Lion King, who roared to New World when it toppled. Yeah, that just happened. It roared to New World when it toppled Treasure Planet in the first round. And then it went ahead and snuffed out that old 1930s movie, Snow White, on its way to the Sweet 16. The Lion King is taking on The Rock and his awesome biceps in Moana. Moana steamrolled through Monsters University to open the game. And then last week, we bid a fond farewell as The Rock gave the people's eyebrow to Powerline himself and then dropped the people's elbow before delivering the rock bottom for the one, two, three. (laughs) Mara, did I get all those moves right? You actually did. Yes. You lost me so quick. (laughs) No idea. I studied. (laughs) So proud of you. It is going to be Moana versus Lion King, and we are starting off with none other. Jeffrey. That's me. Um, I'm going to just hang on this one for a little bit because I don't wanna really want to really make a choice. Um, this one sucks. Um, I think Moana's really, really, really a, a great movie. Um, you know, I think they came out with that at a very timely moment when uh, they really need to push, you know, the the diversity and everything that they built into this movie. Um, but for me, Lion King was there for me when I was, I think six, five or six, seven. When did it come out? 94. Yeah. So I was six, seven years old. And, uh, I'm pretty sure that I killed several VH cop VHS copies of this movie. Um, so for me, I'm going to have to vote against Moana and go with Lion King here. Lion King's got the early lead. We're going to pass it over to his counterpart, Marissa. What do you say? Well, I'm going to vote against Jeffrey, and I'm going to vote for Moana, which a lot of people seem to think is a Pixar movie, but it's not. It is a Disney film. Um, By a lot of people, you mean me? Yes, by you. (laughs) He was actually being nice that time. Yes, I was. Um, The way, I mean, just you've got Lin-Manuel Miranda doing the score, making the songs and the way that they um and Jermaine Clement <laughs> yes and Jermaine I'll praise Jermaine um as Tamatella uh the way they animated the water is fascinating in Moana um that seems like a really odd reason to pick Moana it is but like there was a whole NPR story on how they did it it was really really interesting the technology behind it is really incredible yeah. so I'm going with Moana you Mike, voted, so weigh in. You know, I, I I think Moana really is a great film. Uh, and, I, and Marissa brings up a great point about the way that the water was animated. That was really cool and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I really think at the end of the day, the answer, if Moana is asking the question, how far I'll go, the answer is the Sweet 16. Um, <laughs> Lion, Lion King is just, it. it's a stone cold classic. It's, Arguably the best movie of the Disney Renaissance. I mean, it's just, it, it, you know, as has been mentioned so many times over that it did not need to be remade in a very weird, like it's live action, except it's not because it's still, everything is animated. We don't need to discuss that. Ignore that. And just remember like the original Lion King that was just absolutely phenomenal. And I mean, Disney does Hamlet with animals. <laughs> that that's I mean that's that's all I got. I, as as great as movie as I think Moana is, I think this is Lion King all the way. Lion King's got a two to one lead. Steven, what do you say? So everyone's right. Moana 
is a great film, but there are just like these little hanging chads in it that are just don't quite click for me. Like I like Tomatoa, but he comes from nowhere and he leaves from nowhere. He's not thematically connected to anything. Uh, I think I've mentioned before, I don't really see the turning points that prompts Maui to come back at the end. There's no like sting Moana gives him when he leaves or anything. And just for those little tiny things that kind of needle me, I don't feel those when I watch The Lion King. I watch that and I come away and say, well, that's everything's on theme. Everything makes sense. All the characters seem properly motivated. It's as good as Moana is. Lion King's clearly the better film. Lion King's got a three to one lead. Mario, weigh in. Um, so there has been a lot of talk, talked about the soundtrack. So I'm going to go that route. Uh, between both movies, I really like the Lion King soundtrack more. So I am going on the Sir Elton John bandwagon and with Lion King. All right. Lion King is going to move on to the next round, but let's get the rest of our experts' opinions here. Nikki, what do you say? Yeah, I agree with um, Mario. I mean, I, I think sometimes we, we don't want to go for movies with the soundtrack because we're looking at the stories, but I love singing along to these things. To me, the soundtrack is one of the most important things. Lin-Manuel Lin Miranda, one of my favorites. I actually thought the Moana soundtrack was amazing. I mean, I can listen to that when she sings all the time. It's always pops up on the Pandora Disney. Um, you know, so I, I did really like the soundtrack, but I mean, Sir Elton John... <laughs> you just can't you can't go against him so I'm going with Lion King alright Leah it's definitely Lion King Lion King takes a 6-1 to one victory as it dances all the way to the Elite 8 and we are down to our last pick of the Sweet 16 round this last pick sees Monsters Inc scaring the crap out of James. He never even gets to that dumbass giant peach. <laughs> Good. And then I'm not going to tell anyone exactly what happened, but I'm pretty sure Sully ate Dumbo's mom. Oh, shit. Oh. It was disgusting, but I could <laughs> not look away. Monsters, Inc. goes through James and the giant peach and Dumbo on the way to the Sweet 16. Meanwhile, the Little Mermaid... Swam a long, long way. It swam right by the fox and the hound. And then it went head to head in the round of 32 with the juggernaut known as Finding Nemo. Yes. I love you. And it took Nemo down. They never made it to Sydney. They never did. It just it was over. With that being said, though, it is Monsters Inc. taking on the Little Mermaid. And this final round should start with Marissa, but she's not at her desk. Yeah, she done left. It's you. Oh, I had to let the dog out. Ah, dogs. Yeah. Finally, we know the answer to that question. All right. I, I can tell you what she's going to pick, though. Uh, Marissa. Little Mermaid. Sorry, I don't even have to say anything. Little Mermaid. <laughs> Little Mermaid's up to a one to nothing lead. Mike. Uh, you can call it a two to nothing lead. Uh, you know, my, as Monsters Inc. was very good, but it just it didn't it didn't really stick with me. Little Mermaid is one that I feel like again, it grew up with a little sister who was obsessed with Disney and now a daughter who loves Little Mermaid. I mean, she plays with her little aerial bath toy all the time and I do. I, I will. I'll swim, flounder through the through the bathtub, doing the Jaws theme, and she loves that. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's Little Mermaid for me. Little Mermaid's got that two to nothing lead, and we're gonna get, go to the dulcet tones of Stephen. What do you say? The university is going to fold in shame. Uh, Monsters University, of course, and we will forever remember this as the day we all learned what the inside of a tibia looks like because something's going to break and snap. This was not, this is a toddler fighting Mike Tyson in his prime. The little mermaid wins hands down. All right. 
Little Mermaid is keep on swimming. Mario, what do you say? Um, yeah, I'm gonna be the only person that's gonna vote for Monsters Inc. because I could care less about Little Mermaid, to be honest. Little Mermaid's on the board. Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> so is Monsters Inc. It's <laughs> FYI. Monsters Inc. is on the board. <laughs> yeah. Um it's been a day, guys. It's yeah, been a I day. Mean, looking at the bracket, I mean, I think this is a this was a classic seeding thing a little bit. You know, Little Mermaid was underseeded at a seven. Monster Inc. was overseeded at a three. Um, because Monsters Inc. really did have an easier time getting to the Sweet 16. I mean, James and the Giant Peach and you know, Dumbo was sentimental favorite. I mean, Monsters Inc. beat that out pretty good. When well, Mermaid kind of had to fight a little bit more. I mean, Fox and the Hound, really good film. Finding Nemo, really good film. So I just think that they were more, it was more prime to take it on. So Little Mermaid definitely wins those hands off. Little Mermaid keeps on swimming. Leah, what do you say? Uh, yeah, I'm going with Monsters Inc. I like that film a lot more. I could watch it more. And have more fun watching it than I will The Little Mermaid. So, Monsters, Inc. All right. Jeffrey, you care to give us your opinion? Well, I would love to. Because this isn't even a fair matchup. Monsters shouldn't be here. Dumbo should have won the last round. You should have put two classics against each other. And even if those two classics were against each other, the thing is Little Mermaid would still have won. There's nothing in the Space Mountain region I don't think that could handle this except Lion King. And we'll find out next round. Your Elite Eight is going to be Toy Story taking on Beauty and the Beast. Toy Story 3 against Aladdin. Inside Out will try and turn down up. The Lion King will take on the Little Mermaid. And we will see that in your next episode. For the Pub Trivia Experience, I have been Chris. I've been Leah. I'm Jeff. I'm Marissa. I'm Mario. I'm Mike. I'm I'm Steve. Oh, I stepped on that. Sorry. I'm Steven. (laughs) We'll see you back here in a couple days with your Elite Eight, Final Four, and Championship matchup. Until then... Stay safe, everyone.